Zero Hours is brought to you by Outliers, stories from the edge of history. Created by historic royal palaces and rusty quill, Outliers shines a light into the past, bringing you stories from some of the most famous chapters in the history books, but from a completely different perspective than you've ever heard before. The new season begins November 5th, and if you tune in, you'll get to hear the story of old London's most devious firefighter and how he finally learned that everything burns, even the homes of kings. Or discover the story of the woman who became friends with the future Queen of England and how far she went to protect her from those who sought her power. All of this and more, featuring stories by Wooden Overcoat's David K. Barnes, The Far Meridian's Eli Barraza, and We Fix Space Junk's Beth Crane. Listen to Outliers, Stories from the Edge of History, on Apple Podcasts and other podcasting platforms, or go to rustyquill.com outliers. The following episode contains hateful language, gun violence, and mentions of mob activity. Listener discretion advised. Long Story Short Productions presents Zero Hours Today, Noah Mazur and Ellen Winter in Bitters by Sarah Shackett Don't burn out on me, buddy. Got a job to do here, and, uh, not that long to do it. <sighs> now, if I were an amazingly secure, incredibly secret vault hidden in the bedrock underneath a soon-to-be-closed Manhattan bar, where would I be? Well, this is incredibly demoralizing. Yeah, you said it, brother. My, my, my. How'd you get yourself trapped down here, Eddie boy? Stuck with dust bun... No, these aren't even dust bunnies. They're dust elephants. And only our good friend Edison, the great flickering light bulb, up there for company. Meanwhile, everyone else is upstairs, drinking like it's the end of the world. Which, to be fair, I suppose it is the end of the world. You do not have permission to burn out before the Volstead Act goes into effect, Edison. You hear me? That is in order. Good, you heard me. Now, let's see here. 
Maybe by these barrels. <sighs> 99 barrels of beer on the wall. 99 barrels of beer. Take one down. Vote to make it illegal at midnight. 98 barrels of more valuable beer on the wall. 98 barrels of more valuable beer on the wall. 98 barrels of more valuable beer. Take one down. Oh, rats. Hey, this area's closed. Turn around and, uh, and, and up you go. Up you go? The hell are you on about, Eddie? Oh, what are you doing down here, Molly? Well, you sure know how to make a gal feel welcome. Sorry, I just, I wasn't expecting you. My apologies. Perhaps I should have put in a written request to come down to the storeroom of the bar we both work in in triplicate. I'm sure you'll have time to process that. It's only the night before Mel shuts down for good. I'm not... Look, I don't know what the heck is happening up there in the bar portion of the bar. For all I knew, the forces of sin and drunkenness were storming the castle, trying to get a hold of the last of the spoils. <laughs> Never seen the storeroom so empty. It's pretty much just the dregs now. Probably enough for everyone upstairs to get one last toast, though. <laughs> Why should they have all the fun? I thought you didn't drink, Molly. One for the road. What are we drinking to? How about... Down with Andrew Volstead. All the way down. <coughs> and down with our careers as gin-slingers while we're at it. How is it going up there? Oh, you know, at least two guys have parted ways with their molars from George throwing them out onto the curb. I've had to clean the john five times in the last hour. Some college boys were trying to recreate the adventures of Tarzan on table six. So, pretty swell party? Grand. Just grand. And meanwhile, what's the right honorable Edward Burke doing down here? Besides, making sure none of these rum barrels wander off on an adventure. I'll have you know that there's definitely a family of mice somewhere around. And they are depending on me to protect the gin crate forest they call home. The people's champion. And what about the right honorable Molly Ross? Did she just come down here in search of an unfortunate soul to mock? Well... Don't answer that. But really, you've got about... Thirteen more minutes to make tips before Commissioner Enright's boys come down here to bust up these perfectly nice barrels that didn't do anything to anybody. Just at the wrong place at the wrong time, poor souls. <laughs> do you think they're going to show up right when the clock strikes twelve, though? Hmm. Give or take a minute or two. But I saw the wagons on 7th Avenue on the way over here. They're serious about this. So, what brings you down to my dark cavernous office? 
Oh, well, you remember how back in the day when we used to serve giggle water for a living. I'm sure you'll recall if you give it a try. We used to keep most of the merchandise down in our basement storeroom. Ah. Yeah, I came down here to see if there were any wine bottles left. You're serving them wine? At this point, I'm just trying to get as many of them unconscious as possible. And here's me without my chloroform bottles. Ah, more's the pity. <laughs> they were fresh out at Macy's, too. There's just a run on everything this week. Okay, well, let me see here. Wine bottles. Wine bottles. Hmm, maybe in that, uh, big trunk? Huh. Yeah, let's see. This was not a good idea. Close it, close it, close it, please. <clears throat> Sorry about that, Maul. No, 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 it was my brilliant idea. <clears throat> well, uh, we can maybe try uh, over there. You know, I never appreciated how big this place actually is. Mm-hmm. Kinda looks like it was something important before it was Mel's basement. You know, like... Maybe a bank or something? Those big arches and all. Aha! Uh, last of the house red, looks like. Here. <clears throat> you got it? Yeah, I'm fine. You are the people's champion, really and truly, Eddie. I don't know. If it's uh, ten minutes before Prohibition and you're drinking wine, I don't think I want to be your champion. <laughs> They're drinking everything. Honestly, I think we could serve them milk right now and they'd still find a way to get zazzled off the stuff. Where there's a will. Well, Godspeed then. Once more onto the breach and all that. <laughs> yeah. And yes, that. Hey, wait a minute. What are you doing down here anyway, you old skunk? <laughs> According to the wall chart, you got off at 10. Yeah, like I'm gonna be able to get home in the middle of that madness? Fair. Now nah, I'm gonna stay down here and ride out our great nation's experiment with state-mandated sobriety. You've got several mice who are counting on you, after all. Immense responsibility, yes. Absolutely crushing. All right. Well... See you on the other side, Molly. Yeah. Now, where were we, Edison? Oh, that's right. Finding the hidden storeroom that will make Mr. Luciano and his friends ever so grateful.
Where in the blue blazes are you? I've been over the stupid place five times already. Hmm. Okay. The blueprint of the vault definitely matches up to Mel's. And Luciano's guy in City Hall was sure about it too. So the keyhole has got to be around here. Somewhere. You haven't seen it, have you, Edison? Yeah, yeah, I know. You couldn't tell me even if you had. Hey, stop it. Don't look at me like that, Edison. I can't leave until I find it. I promised. Nope, 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 that's it. I'm done. I'm staying cooped up down here. Down here, with me, with us, with me. Uh, I mean, everything all right there, Mo? Oh, it's fine. Everything up there is swell. That went fast. And how? There were six bottles in that crate. I did tell you. No, this, this isn't surprised. It's just impressed. You ever been to Ohio? And now it's confused. Can't say I've had the... Oh. I see. Famous drinkers, the good people of Ohio. <laughs> World-renowned. Hey, I was serious before. Do, do you mind if I ride this party out down here? Oh, um... You know, if you're not terribly busy. No. No, of, of course you can stay down here. The... The mice are very happy to have you. <sighs> Good to get off your feet. Mm. <laughs> mm. If I never have to walk again, that'd be just hunky-dory. I take it you're not going to miss pulling pints at Mel's. I'm going to miss having a job. What about you? What are you going to do now that bar back isn't quite a legitimate light of work? Oh, I'm, I'm sure I'll find a way to dodge the terrors of the poorhouse. Such as? The finer details will become clear in due course. Maybe I'll find an illegitimate line of work. Ha ha. You're not serious. Eh. What about you? Is there any cafe on the east side that can handle the infamous Molly Ross's razor-sharp disdain and wit? Infamous, am I? Absolutely notorious. I honestly don't know yet either. I get so focused on the one job I can't see anything else. Hmm. What do you mean? I don't know. It's like looking at the screen at a picture show before the movie started, you know? I don't see anything, just a wall. I have no idea what's going to happen after this. Heck, you're awful calm about it. That sounds terrifying to me. I don't know any other way to be, so... I'll miss this job, though. Mr. M's a nice guy and a good boss. It's a beautiful place. The clientele behave themselves, ends of eras notwithstanding. 
You and George are all right, too, I guess. Your generosity knows no bounds. You're welcome. Say, Mr. M's not still here, is he? No, poor soul, he left hours ago. I don't think he could stand to see it close down. Nah, he'll be all right. The Yids always make money. What they do. And you're an expert, are you? Sorry I said anything. Do you think it's worth all the hassle? Is what worth all the hassle? The 18th Amendment. Oh. Absolutely. Really? Yes, indeed. In fact, I think they should ban alcohol once a year. It's really quite the bash. You never take anything seriously, do you? Hi, uh, I'm Eddie Burke. Pleased to meet you. Charmed. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think it'll do much at all, good or bad. Why not? Because people's brains aren't all wired the same, are they? Uh, what's that got to do with anything? It's got to do with everything. Now, okay, my folks, they've been making 50 cents an hour for longer than I've been alive. And they'd be scandalized to make any more. They'd think it was indecent. They'll obey the law right down the line, of course. But they don't even need it. The people who do, on the other hand, Glug, 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 glug. They'll keep drinking. They just won't do it here. Well, that's certainly true. I've known a lot of people who are very good and very miserable. And, well, while I don't know a lot of rich people personally, I know that money doesn't make you happier, but it does give you options. And things like law, morality, temperance, those are all just options at a certain level. Some people will take them, some people will leave them. I don't think this will change all that much. Well, that sounds like someone's drunk the bitters. It's the truth, though. Anybody who can't see that we're just shuffling the deck a little bit is a sucker. And you're not a sucker, I take it. Let's just say I'm an opportunist. You don't... What? You don't... you don't think that, um... that it's worth something to... to lay down what's right and what isn't? You know, write it down so that even the folks who'll do wrong anyway, they'll know it's wrong? Unless you're starving and there's no other way, unless it's really life or death, some part of you, deep down, always wants to know what's right and what's wrong. Drinking isn't wrong, by itself. You haven't seen the crowd upstairs. They're not drinking. They're, they're trapped in some kind of crazy, apocalyptic... Debauch? I was gonna go with spree, but sure, that works. They're not far off from guys I used to know. Well, then you used to know some real bums. Won't argue with you there. I wouldn't have taken you for a blue nose, Maul. Especially working this job. Whatever I am, I'm not working this job for much longer. It's officially one minute till midnight. Oh. Hell! Really? This would be a pretty esoteric prank, Ed. Oh, damnation. I completely lost track of time. 
What's wrong? You got a hot date? I... No, I don't. It's just that... Just that what? I'm not a zealot, Eddie. If you want one more drink, you should go have it. It's still before midnight somewhere. What's with you all of a sudden? It's the end of alcohol, not the end of the world. Should we tell her, Edison? What? Okay. 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 Eddie? Hang on. Eddie, whatever it is, just say it. Hold on, I need to get a bit closer. What, are you gonna whisper in my damn ear, or like- I've been working for a bootlegger. He's been eyeing this place for a couple of months. Reckons there's a vault hidden somewhere in here kind of place. That'd be perfect to store contraband hooch in. And anyone that gets him in there stands to make a fortune. Right. So you, um... You were sort of right about this place looking kind of like... an old bank. Sorta. Fine. You were spot on. They tore up everything above ground some... ten years back. Then they built Mel's, where it used to be about two years later, but everything below ground, they couldn't be bothered to take care of. Much cheaper to just seal it up. The cellar's right at the entrance to where the vaults should be. That's why I hung back after my shift was over, and it's why I now only have a couple of minutes to find a way into that vault and get as much of the reserves inside before the coppers show up to smash everything. Oh. That's the plan? Well, I mean, I forgot the last step. And what's that? Make a goddamn fortune selling those reserves to anyone that has enough money to buy themselves options. It's... it's not... I know it sounds bad. Ugh. But really, it's, it's, it's just good business. And I think that I can make a go of it. And they're not bad guys, you know? They're just Italians. Yeah, I know. Well, Molly Ross, judging from your uncharacteristically silent demeanor, I'd say this has perhaps come as a bit of a shock. I'm sorry. But, hey. Hey, here's an idea. Help me? Help you. Help me. Molly, this is... This is a whole different kind of money. This is a, a never-have-to-deal-with-bum-drunks-ever-again kind of money. And, uh, and I'll go in on it with you. Right down the line, 50-50. Only there's not a lot of time. So... Well? Okay. Um, I'm gonna keep looking, and uh, the cops could show up at any time. And we need to secure this thing before they snoop around and have a chance to realize what's down here. But I very much understand if you would rather leave. No hard feelings. Is it just you? Is George, um... <laughs> no. No, God, no. George doesn't know anything about it. 
Neither does Mr. Middleman, of course. I just, I, uh, I sort of got told to get the job here. And then, well, finally the blueprints for what this thing should look like, uh, got those a couple days ago. Jesus. Jesus Christ, Eddie. Eddie, even if there was a way to get into these abandoned bank vaults that have been sealed off in secret to use them to store and sell what is soon to be the most sought-after illegal substance in America, and are, are you listening to the way this sounds? Yeah, yeah. So, so even if all of that, the vaults would be sealed off, wouldn't they? You'd need dynamite to get in, or wrecking tools, or some kind of... Key? Yeah. My contacts finally got me this two days ago. Apparently, they had to be very persistent to find the foreman that sealed up the vaults. And very... persuasive to get him to give them this key. But... See? It's real. It's really here. And if we move really fast, we can still find the keyhole where it fits before the cops come a-calling. Okay. Oh, okay? Okay. Molly, I need you to use more than one word right now. Okay, I'll help you find it. Gee, really? Really, just... Stop talking already. Where have you looked? Right. Well, underneath the stairs are dud. And uh, I tried by those crates, but nothing doing there. I was trying to tap along the wall to see if there was a hollow point. What about over there? Uh, yeah, I checked that out. Are you sure? If this is supposed to be sealed up, they could have built over it. There might be some obstacles in the way. And that's why I brought this little beauty. <laughs> You know, that's the first time I've heard someone say that about an axe. Was a crowbar not dramatic and manly enough for you? Oh, look. She's back. Okay, well, no to the far wall. No to the staircase. Why don't you go try the right side, Paul Bunyan, and I'll take the left. And I'll get to Scotland before ye. Thanks, by the way, for the help. Don't mention it. I mean it, though. We'll um, cross that bridge when we get to it. Right. This is a, this is, well, this is a, maybe a stupid question. Um, We're skulking around in the basement of a bar, looking for the keyhole to a secret passage in order to help set up a bootlegging operation right under the noses of federal authorities. But do tell me about this stupid question that's been on your mind. These guys that you're doing this for, how, um, how'd you get mixed up with them? Uh, if you don't want to say- No, no, I, no, no, I, it's, it's all right. They're, they're not, they're actually friends of my brother's. Um, this was kind of his idea. That you're taking all the risk for? Well, we both have records of a sort. Mine is the kind that has a couple of good conduct medals from Uncle Sam. And that gets you a job pretty quickly, but his... it isn't. So it 
just made sense, really, to do things this way. It's... There's other parts of this. The connections, the deals and stuff that she's really good at. Oh, yeah, I'll bet. Come on, it's not like that. It's not, no. (laughs) This is a solid deal. We're skulking around in the basement of a bar looking for the keyhole to a secret passage in order to help set up a bootlegging operation right under the noses of federal authorities. Well, what do you suggest we do? Go home, Eddie. You're... You're sightseeing in a world that you don't understand, and clearly this brother of yours doesn't know much about it either. Or doesn't care much about you. Oh yeah? What do you know about it? Tonight's the first time I ever saw you touch the sauce. Just tell me this. Why do you need the kind of money that some gin runners would offer you? What are you talking about? Why do you need these options? Are you in debt? Does somebody have something on you? Do you have a kid? What? Why do I need to need them? Why the hell should some other slob have them and not me? They're not better than us. Why shouldn't we have that kind of dough? (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm gonna tell you this because I like you, Eddie. I mean, really, you're sweet. But do not make the same mistakes that so many men do and think that you're owed something by the world for getting hurt or having less. There's no ledger that keeps track. There's nothing coming to you. What are you trying to say, exactly? Look, I'll help. I am helping. But I also think you still have time to walk away from this, and you shouldn't throw that option aside. I'm gonna do this, Molly. This is gonna work. We should find this thing, and then we'll talk. Nifty. God damn it, Edison. Hold it together. Edison? Uh, don't ask. It doesn't matter. I'm not seeing anything that... Should we? Wait. I guess they were chasing after someone else. Time's not up yet. Not yet. Yeah, taken as red, but... We need to find this thing now. Which, uh... Easier said than done. Yeah. Well, we've, we've looked there, mm-hmm. and there, and there. <sighs> Look, unless it's hiding in the bottom of that dusty trunk, I don't know where this thing could be. Oh, God damn it! Come on. Let's revisit our friend, the Dusty Trunk. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (coughs) 
like a bunch of dusty bags inside a dusty chest. Well, <clears throat> you know what they say about still waters and dusty old bags? <clears throat> Nothing. <clears throat> they don't say anything about that, because it's not a saying. <clears throat> they do, however, sometimes say, hey, look at the bottom of that trunk. That looks like a big hatch. With a great big keyhole on it. Good things come to those who panic at the last minute. Well, and those who happen to have a key, huh? Let's see if this works. Are... Are you sure about this? That you really want to do this, I mean? Why not? I've had worse ideas. I'm not sure you have. Your confidence warms my heart, Molly. No, stop. Just... Just stop and look at me for a second. It's important. Okay. Are... You... Sure? Are you sure you want to go where this leads? I'm sure. Go on then. Presto! One secret vault coming right up. Bravo, Eddie. Well done. Molly, what the- You know, you were really close. I mean, one slip up. Italians. <laughs> Here I was thinking that maybe I'd just gotten real lucky and someone had sent me a helper without bothering to tell me. In an organization as big as the one that I work for, it happens more often than you'd think. And this, <laughs> this is prime real estate. No one from the other side would be stupid enough to try and lay a claim to it, especially not tonight. But I guess they thought it was fine to send some greenhorn in to die trying anyway. You were close. You... you... But you're a blue nose! No, Eddie. Just because I don't drink doesn't mean I don't have any vices. Molly, we've worked together! For what? For what? Six months now? Six months! That's right! You, you can't be. I can be serious. In fact, I am. You can tell because I'm not being funny. <laughs> but, but the booze... Is going to be right here when New York's finest come knocking. And it's going to be smashed right up in accordance with the law. And three months from now, once everyone knows that everything at the establishment once known as Mel's is on the up and up, then we'll move in with our operation. You never could think long-term, Eddie. Case in point. <laughs> You're not gonna kill me. You're not! No, I'm not. Of course, not all gunshots are lethal. <laughs> Don't worry. When the cops do show up to make sure there aren't any stray bottles of delicious controlled substances left behind, they'll find you. You'll be in a world of pain, in more than one sense, but they should patch you up. We've had our networks ready to go since Congress overrode Wilson's veto. So is your side. You were trying to do a very little thing on the margins, Eddie. Although it's a lucky break, you got that key. That had been the one thing I hadn't managed to figure out yet. What? No! No, no, no! Oh, relax. This isn't the worst thing that could happen. 
Just the worst thing that could happen to you. To your health, Eddie. Zero Hours, Episode 3, Bitters, was written by Sarah Shackett and directed by Gabrielle Urbina. It starred Noah Mazur as Eddie Burke and Ellen Winter as Molly Ross. With original music by Alan Rohde and audio recording by Jared Paul. For information on the series and updates on additional stories, visit ZeroHoursPodcast.com.